we're not doing none of that. So we up in this joint. Yeah, yeah, there we go. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're getting right into it. Stop playing with me. Y'all better start acting like y'all, you know what I mean? Y'all better, you know what I mean? Yeah, talk that shit. Talk that shit. Yeah, big get to see you, nigga. Fuck you thinking, me, bitch. Don't worry, we gonna get into it. Don't worry, we gonna get into it. Damn, I broke my motherfucking toe. Heavenly. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. Oh, no cap. I don't even know how to cut this. 
How did I even cut that off? Let's get into it. I heard that wild food. What's up, folk? It is your one and only favorite Wody Jacka Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect. he rally run hell again. How the fuck you live? I'm just that nigga. Yes, I'm that nigga. Yes, I am that nigga. <laughs> Y'all, what is going on? Welcome back to another episode. I believe this is episode 145 of the Wildin' for Respect podcast. All that. All that. This will be a short episode. Not crazy short, but not crazy long either because we're going to get right into it. Um, I'm fresh back. I'm fresh back in the land. I'm fresh back on, you know what I mean? Fresh back, in, fresh back from vacay. Fresh back from international waters. Fresh back from... You know what I mean? Places niggas couldn't go before. Fresh back from, you know what I mean? Places niggas won't think about. You know what I mean? Some niggas, you know, they, they just go to they just go to Miami. Some niggas just go to the 305, really think they, you know what I mean? Really think cause they in a little, you know what I mean? They, nah, I was really out that motherfucker, you know what I mean? Shout out that boy Chet. Yeah, big revolutionary. You know what I mean? Call me Revolutionary Kings, nigga. Fuck you mean, boy. Guys, I got back from Cubana. La Habana. I was in Havana, Cuba. I was in Havana, Cuba. Um, Celebrated my mom's Big 50 out there with the fam. You know what I mean? Uh, great trip. I was out there for about... 10 days. We was supposed to be out there for yeah, we was supposed to be out there for 10 days. We was supposed to be out there from Thursday to Saturday. So, not last Thursday, but the Thursday before, I think it was going to be the 29th. No, the Friday. So, yeah, Friday. 29th to the 8th or some shit like that, right? So, me and my mom's so let me just tell you, let me just give y'all the whole, the whole little shebanga bang from the jump. You know what I mean? Of just like <laughs> what it's like to go to Cuba. First, now growing up, I always heard things about Cuba. And not like I always heard things like I always heard about maybe the how the hoes be at William Byrd or, you know, uh, or all the fights and shit that would be breaking out in Fleming. Not, not that kind of always heard, but. You know, just I always heard that you know Cuba was 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 wild, and at one point it was a 
Cuba Missile Crisis or some shit like that. Whatever the fuck was going on. You know what I mean? So, and and I may have been aware, maybe not aware of Americans not not being allowed to go to Cuba. I just don't remember ever hearing anybody talk about going to Cuba. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I never heard niggas talk about going to the DR either. You know what I'm saying? I never heard niggas talk about going to the Philippines neither. So, it ain't really... You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. It didn't really make me no no difference. And I ain't really paying no mind to it. Um, but somewhere along the lines, when that man Obama, my president is black, is black, big Lambo blue and shit, he decided to say, you know what? It it might be a crying shame that. We got a country so close, so close to America. Shit ain't nothing but a hop skip from Florida. Ain't nothing but a hop skip from Florida. I think it took us an hour, hour five minutes to to fly there from Tampa, one of the connecting flights. Um. So he decided, you know what, man? Look, we've been beefing with these niggas for a minute. I know they had ties with, you know what I mean, with them boys over in Russia for a little bit, but these days we really not tripping on Russia like that. Like, yeah, it's still up and it's stuck. Like, fuck them, but they really hoes. You know what I mean? They they really hoes, and we really ain't we really ain't worried about them. So I guess he decided, hey, Cuba, y'all cool too. We gonna let our people come fuck with y'all's people, but. It's gonna be some, it's gonna be some goddamn, it's gonna be some restrictions. It's gonna be some, it's gonna be some things that we're gonna have to put in place first. We not finna let Americans just going over there all willy nilly and you know what I'm saying, really just trying to just trying to really just drop mass stimulus. In y'all's economy, like I like I done told y'all back in the day, me and me and the homies, we used to we used to touch the Ave and really, yeah, you know I mean, we was on that PPP shit way before, way before the pandemic hit. We was on that PPP shit way before the pandemic hit. We came through dropping stimulus in that motherfucker. I ain't gonna sit here and lie to you, doggy. So because of that, there's certain measures. That you got to take in order to go to Cuba. So back to the whole beginning of the shebang bang. So me and Mom Dukes we're driving up the we're driving up to Dallas. At first we was gonna fly to Houston, but then we realized, damn, Dallas actually got some some pretty cheap flights. And, and, and actually, before I even get to that, one time for the U.S. passport agency. Now, my mom had kind of been on me all year. Like, you need to get your passport. You need to get your passport taken care of and all this and that shit because I got a trip planned and a full, I'm trying to get you to roll. Like, roll with me. Roll with me. Really, I ain't even going to lie. I'm so bad at just being nonchalant and just 
procrastinating and bullshit like that. Like, it's terrible. So I was never really on it for real, for real. But then as shit started getting closer, my mom's just really on my head about it. Like, yo, you need to, what you doing? Like, what the fuck is you doing? You rolling or not? Like, what's up with your passport? I'm like, all right, for sure. I'm, I'm going to get it done. All right, for sure. So I'm finna start getting it done. But at the same time, I'm in the process of moving from L.A. to Houston, as y'all are aware. So I told her, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till I get to Houston because I don't know where my passport is at. Now, I knew I didn't throw it away. I was at least was hoping that I was pretty sure like I'm pretty sure I didn't throw my passport away. Like there's great sentimental value with that. You know what I'm saying? Like I got my stamps and all blah, blah, blah. Like I don't have it on my person. Like I don't have it on my person. But I'm sure it's somewhere in storage. I just don't know what fucking box it could be. And I don't really feel like going up there and just looking for it and all this and that shit. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just wait till I get to Houston. I'll wait till I get to Houston. Even though my shit is expired. I'll wait till I get to Houston. Find it. And then I'll just go from there. Since supposedly the process is supposed to be quicker if you already have your old passport and you just turn it in with that and this and that. So I get here, go through all my boxes, this and that, and voila, I find it. So I send everything in, this and that shit. So now it's just a waiting game. And it's stressful. It's stressful because the type of bullshit, like... Sometimes I just think, like, bro, it had to be lit back in the day when you could call a motherfucker and know that a motherfucker going to be on the other end of the line. You know what I mean? Like, how crappy is it now that you send your passport in, I do all the extra, all the extra extras. Give me the expedited service. Give me the two-day shipping. Like, I need that. It's crunch time. It's crunch time. But I'm always checking my shit every couple days. This and that, seeing what's going on. It's still in it's still in review. It's still in process. The status and all this and that. They ain't giving you no update. Blah blah blah. So on the website, it'll tell you, if or or when you call them and stuff like that, if you're within two weeks of international travel, fourteen days of international travel. Call this number, call this number, and we'll we'll figure something out. So for like two or three days prior to me getting to the 14-day window, I'm calling. I'm calling. I'm calling. Every time I call, it sends me to a robot. The robot is no help whatsoever. Absolutely no help whatsoever. It keeps telling me, all right, go through these options. Hit number two for this. Hit number two for this. Hit number three for this. Every time I hit number three, oh, all of our agents are, are busy and booked. Hit us back at another time. This is around the clock, right? So finally, finally, I get in touch with somebody, right? I get in touch with them, and I say, I'm going to be leaving on on a Wednesday. Now, I'm really flying out on Friday, but I just tell them when I called them, it was Tuesday, right? So I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to be leaving on the 25th. 
dude goes, ah, dang, man, you're you're one day too early for the two for the two week window for the fourteen for the fourteen days, you know, international. I'm like, shit. I'm like, dang, here I am, bullshitting, trying to get it, trying to get it a little bit closer, this and that, and I still fell a little short. So I'm like, all right, for sure. So now I'm calling them again, calling them again, calling them again. Maybe a day later, maybe a day later, a day or 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 the day after that. Finally get a hold of somebody. This time I ain't leaving on Friday. I ain't leaving on Wednesday. Nigga, I'm leaving on Monday. We got 11 days. I'm leaving on Monday. The 25th. So I get through the dude. He's like, all right, for sure. What's your confirmation number? What's your locator number for your passport? Oh, it's this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, your address is this. Oh, your social security number is this. Oh, and you was born on this day for sure. You are who you say you are. I'm going to patch it in right now. We putting a rush on your joint. Yeah, you know I mean, we putting a rush on your joint. What was it on Madden? Blitz B? Eight Blitz? Whatever it was. Yeah, send to everybody. Send to everybody. That's, that's how they did the kid. So I'm like, all right, for sure. So they put the rush on it. It's still kind of up in the air. Ain't nothing changing. Two days go by, ain't nothing changed. Three days go by, ain't nothing changed. Four days go by, ain't nothing changed. Now, at this point, it's it's a week before we finna leave. I say I need my shit by Monday, the 25th. Nigga, it's like Thursday, the, the 18th or some shit like that or whatever, the 20th, whatever the hell it was. So at this point, I'm kind of telling moms like, eh, I don't know, mom. Like, if, if ain't nothing changed by by Friday going into the weekend, it might be it might be it might be over for the boy. It might be over with for the boy. And uh, so I called this late. So I finally called somebody. I called somebody the day before. Get in touch with them. Round the clock. Blah blah blah. Nigga be on hold. Sometimes they'll give you an option. Oh, okay, you finally get through get through to somebody. Your wait will be 90 plus minutes. If you don't want to wait, hit one and we'll call you back. Beep. Is this the correct number to call you back at 281? Blah, say, blah, say, blah, say, blah, say, blah. Hit yes. For one, hit one for you. Beep. For sure. We'll give you a call back. They give me a call back. I speak to somebody. They sound like, yeah, you know I mean, a low key, a little frustrated. Blah, say, blah. And, oh, yeah, we got this, but it don't look like anything's changing. The only thing that you can do is uh, continue to look online and see if anything is updated and this and that and check your your credit card statements. And and if something came out, then it's cool. And if not, then uh, you might be late. So then I call him back uh, the next day. I'm like, bro, we got, like, what's going on? Like, at this point, me and mom's like, yo, if anything, like, fool, we finna go down to, we finna go downtown to the passport agency and just walk up in that joint. Like, hey, I got an appointment. Well, we don't see you on a, what? Y'all don't see me on a, I just talked to somebody. What you mean you don't see me on a list? I just talked to somebody. They told me I got an appointment at this time. Like, what's up? We was fit. we was just finna do the most. We was finna do the most. I was finna do the most. But I get on the phone. And a lady checks my joint and she goes, oh, yeah, no, nah, it actually looks like um you just went. It actually looked like you just got approved. It, it, it seems as if 
you're 24 hours away from being shipped out. I'm like, oh, word? For real? Dang, okay. Check my joint on Saturday morning. Shipped. Here's your tracking number, blah, blah, blah. So I, so I get it on Monday. So now there's nothing left to do but pack and hit the road. So back to me and mom's heading to Dallas. We was going to fly to Houston, but realized Dallas had cheaper flights. So we're going to fly to Dallas. We got we got fam and stuff in Dallas, so we're going to so we gonna stay up there, blah, 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 and, and whatnot. So we're supposed to fly out. Thursday morning, right? Or Friday morning. Was it Thursday morning? Yeah, we were supposed to fly out Thursday morning. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be Thursday. So we were supposed to fly out Thursday morning. We get there. I think our flight was at 7 in the morning. Maybe 6 something in the morning. I don't know. It was a super early flight, though. We pull up. We were supposed to leave the crib around... We was like, yeah, 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 flight was at, yeah, 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 Because the flight was at, the flight was at 7. We was supposed to leave the crib at 3-something. We end up leaving mad late. We ain't leave the crib until 4-something, 4 this and I don't know what it was. I don't know when we left the crib, but just know we left, we left late. We got to the airport literally like 45 minutes before... We supposed to take off and board in and all this net. Like, we got to the airport with with pretty much no time to spare. You know how dealing with the airport is and all this net shit, right? So we get there, walk in that joint, and when I mean to tell y'all that shit was jam packed. As soon as we walk, as soon as we walked in, I already started thinking in my head, nigga, we not making this flight. <laughs> we not making this flight. It ain't happening. We not making this flight, right? So we're trying to check in and all this and that. This shit ain't working, right? So then my mom goes up to the counter and she goes, hey, is there a priority line or something like that? Because she had the priority shit. She had the priority shit because we was flying Southwest. She had the priority shit. So we get that. We make it up to the counter. We're about to check in our bags. Well, now starts some of the things that makes a trip to Cuba just a little a little shaky if you're not prepared and if you're not just aware, right? So in order to go to Cuba, I forgot what the form is, but... There's this there's a QR code that the people at, at the check-in have to scan. And we didn't get it. Actually, we did get it. We just didn't see it. So we get up there and we're like, yo, what is this? Blah blah blah. We're we're looking for the ladies at the check-in. They're trying to help us. They're trying to find the website. They can't find the website. After 10 minutes, they finally find the website. The shit is only in Spanish. So we couldn't have figured it out anyways. Like, well, yo, what the fuck is going on? After about, I don't know, after about 20 minutes at the damn counter and this and that, the ladies are finally like, yo, 
I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Y'all not going to make this flight. Y'all not getting on this flight. Like, they're already, we're already doing boarding right now for your flight. You guys ain't even made it through security and this and that yet. Like, it's just, it ain't going to, it's just not going to happen. Like, not, it's not going to happen, one, just for the time. And then second, it ain't going to happen because we just already too far along in our process. And we just, y'all niggas is late. <laughs> in every sense of the word, <laughs> in every sense of the word, y'all niggas is late, dog. Point blank, period. Y'all not getting on this flight. So we like, fuck. We low key hot. I'm low key hot. I ain't even gonna cap because this whole entire time, I haven't been like giggy, giggity, or giddy anything about this trip for real. Like even when my passport came, I wasn't even like, oh hell yeah, nigga, like. We fit, I'm fit, I'm out. Like, this, like, I, it was none of that. It was just like, all right, for sure. Like, I got my passport. Niggas is gone. Like, uh, we, all right, come come Thursday, we out this bitch. Well, when Thursday came and niggas couldn't be out this bitch, that's when it really started hitting niggas. It's like, damn, like, this sucks. Like, we supposed to be in Cuba. Like, we go back to, we go back to my aunties in them house, this and that. We don't get our, our flight rescheduled until uh, Saturday. So we fly out on Saturday. So me, I, I, it was funny because me and my mom was like, yo, this sucks. Like like I just said, like all week we haven't been tripping at all. And now it's like, damn, we really got to go through all of today, the rest of today, Thursday, and the rest of tomorrow, Friday. And we can fight like this, like this shit sucks, bro. <laughs> Like, this sucks. This is about to be the longest two days ever. And then Loki felt like it for real. For real. I ain't even cap. Um, but the funny thing was, we was since we was traveling the day before on uh that Wednesday again, just driving up. Um, I'm running around, I'm washing clothes that that Wednesday. I'm making sure my TSA pre-check is good and all this and that shit. I didn't even see the email that Southwest sent of like, all right, things you'll need for your trip for Cuba. So even when I'm looking, even when we're at the airport, even when we're at the airport, I see this email and I'm looking at it, right? Like I'm, it clearly says things you're going to need for Cuba. So I'm looking at it, but it's just showing me like the itinerary and this and that and whatever. The little link that you had, like it was super small, like in the middle of the email, like I just completely just glossed right over it. And I'm like, yo, why would they send this email if it's not like the important shit that I need? Like, what the fuck? But again, it was right there. So that kind of had me hot because it's like, yo, this is like hella important. Why is this not the biggest thing in the fucking email? Like, why? What? This shit should be huge. Click here. You need this. Like, what the fuck? It was all in fine print and this and that bullshit. Um, so yes, if you're going to Cuba, guys, you're gonna have to get that QR code scanned. There will be an email sent, a form sent to you that you have to. They they need it. They checking it. They checking it. They need it. So then when we get to, so then when we get to Tampa. We got to get another fucking, you know what I mean? Uh, we, that's where you got to buy your visa. Had to buy the visa for, for $85. Then you got to, you know, uh, double check again on that little scan code, like on that QR code for this and that. Like, it, it, it's, it's some whole other shit. And also, when you go to Cuba, you can't say that you're going to Cuba 
just to visit. Like, you go to Mexico, why you, like, uh, just vacation, this and that. You just can't go on vacation to Cuba. Like, you're not allowed as an American. Now, everybody else in the world can do that. But as an American, now, I ain't going to say everybody else, but for everybody else that can do that, they can do that. For Americans, we can't do that. We had there. There's a list of things that we have to check that we can check for reasons why we're going to Cuba. So I, I, I forgot what all of them are, but just as an elite, just for an example, one uh, in support of the Cuban people, not the Cuban government, but in support of the Cuban people, you can go to Cuba. You can go to Cuba if it's for like work. Or maybe if you're doing some type of research or education or some shit like that. Like, it's a short list for reasons of why it's you can put on the paper of like, okay, it's acceptable for you as an American to visit this country. Um, So that's back to some of the stipulations, I guess, that Obama and the Cuban government or just maybe the American government put down of like, yeah, we're gonna let my we gonna let our niggas go over there, but it's for this and that shit. So anyways, all right. We fly out, niggas fly to niggas fly we fly from Dallas, connect in Tampa, uh get all this and that situated when we're in Tampa, and now we're off to Cuba. Get to Cuba, we land this and that, straight on the tarmac, all this and that shit. Uh I can't lie. Walking out the airport, when we walked out the airport, all my bags, this and that, just the smell, just the sight, just the weather, the humidity, you know what I mean? And all this and that shit, like, it really, it really was like, hold up, hold up. It really was like, it reminded me of being back in P.I. I ain't going to sit here and lie to you. Like it really did. It's like, oh shit, a nigga really back in this, a nigga really back in these undeveloped countries, nigga. Like, you feel me? No, we really back. We really back in this motherfucker. No cap. No cap. We really back in this joint. So, uh, our tour guide comes and picks picks uh, picks us up along with my cousin KK. Shout out Yo Yo. Yo Yo was very integral. In, in this trip, very integral. Anytime I ever go back to Cuba, I will be making sure that I tap in with Yo-Yo. Hey, look, these are going to be the dates. If you are available, my guy, we would love to have you as our driver and blah, 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 this and that, whatever the case may be. So he picks us up. We get to the crib. It's on Saturday. We out. We doing this and that and and, and whatnot. And it was, it was, it was gravy. It, it, it was gravy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's wild. And, and, and it's wild, again, because, like I said, going to Cuba, being and, – and I ain't going to say – I guess I can't – I guess I can't really say Korea. I probably not even can't really say it. Like, I, I don't think I can say it. Um, That Korea is an underdeveloped country. Uh, but the Philippines, for sure. For sure, it's I it's third world. If that's what they want to call it, if that's what it uh, qualifies as, I believe that's what it is. Um, and Cuba's the same way, bro. It's the same way, but it's 
it's it's it's like it's it's third where it's third world it's underdeveloped kind of to another degree though because everything is still mad old bro like that shit true them niggas really only ride around in old school cars and shit like that like nigga I told my, I, I done told y'all niggas before, my middle name is Shavad. My mama really named me after Chevrolet. That's where she got, that's where she got that name from. When she was thinking of Shavad, when she was thinking of Shavad, she was thinking of Chevy. She was thinking of Chevrolet because my grandparents and that whole side of the family, they just, my mom's whole side of the family are just, they just love Chevys and shit like that. Nigga. So many goddamn old school Chevys in Cuba, nigga. That's where I should have been from Cuba. You know what I mean? Like, no cap. I no should have been from Cuba, nigga. All kind of 56s, all kind of 50, all that. All that. So it's crazy to like just see that in 2023, like everybody just riding around whipping old schools. <laughs> That shit crazy as hell, bro. That shit crazy as hell. Like, everybody is whipping old schools. Don't get me wrong. There are a very, very, very few, like, minute number of modern cars. And when I say modern, like, the the number of modern cars of, like, the 2000s and up, is that shit got to be like at least in at least in in in, in Havana, La Havana? That shit got to be like 0.5 percent, <laughs> like for real. It's got to be like 0.5. Uh, as far as modern goes, of like 80s and higher, like 80s to the 90s, it might be like 10 percent. Maybe a little higher. Everything else, fam, it ain't nothing but old-ass joints from the 50s. For real. Like, straight 50s. Maybe something in the 60s, I don't even know. But when you see them fucking, hold up. I got a little, whatever. I got that little car in here. I don't know. It's, 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 It's in my living room. But... Nigga, when you see a Bel Air, you know a Bel Air when you see a 56 Bel Air. Like, that's all they, that's what niggas be riding around in. 56 Bel Airs, uh, fit, uh, Dodges from the 50s and shit like that, right? So that shit's mad crazy. Um, The buildings, incredibly, incredibly, incredibly old, bro. Uh, especially all especially all the buildings uh, along the cro- along the coastline it's incredibly it's incredibly old um and, and 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 what i'm getting to one of the i think what makes that shit i think what makes that country just a little more uh I don't even know what word I want to use. I'll, I'll I'll just say shaky, just for a lack of better words, and that's probably a little disrespectful. But something that just kind of makes it what it is is, I believe, is its lack of support, if you will, 
or maybe just its lack of wanting to play ball with America, especially with us being so close. Like we we don't really we don't really play ball with them like that. Like yeah, we do, we do, but it's not like we not giving them the attention for real, for real. Like we're low. I was asking Yo Yo. Uh, like who all do be playing? Like who all fucks with her, with with Cuba? And he was like, man, he was like Russia, China, this and that. And he was like, even America, but y'all low on the list. Like y'all might be number seven for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? So, but even with that, like just just imagine if America was number two. If America was number two, nigga, they gonna have all kind of F-150s over there. All kind of nigga, the Chevys is gonna be updated. <laughs> the Chevy's gonna be updated for real. Then we're gonna be riding around in hella Malibus, hella goddamn Camaros and shit. Like what? They would have been had I rocks. Niggas ain't even had no I rocks. Niggas ain't had no I rocks. Nigga, guys, they riding around in '56 Bel Airs. In America, that's a luxury item. You got a '56 Bel Air. Niggas looking like, damn, you got a, you got a '56. You got a you got a Chevy from the fifties. Ross got three of them bitches, six of them bitches, three of them all in his three set, two sets in the same color. Prize possessions, he love them. Them shits a dime a dozen in Cuba. Bitches is a dime a dozen. It's crazy perspective. Perspective. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Now, maybe in, a, in Cuba, it's still a treasure because it's a car. In America, we really look at it like, nigga, that's a, that's a treasure right there. That's a classic. But like I said, in Cuba, it ain't nothing, it ain't nothing to find that joint. Um, so, yeah, just the fact that they don't play ball with America kind of makes it tough. And for visitors for America, it's tough. Guys, you plan on uh and and actually guys this podcast is going to be a whole lot longer than I thought. Uh you plan on going to Cuba. You have to understand again, America does not really play ball with them. So, we can't use our debit cards over there. We can't use our credit cards over there. There's a lot of hotels and shit like that. We can't stay in over there. We got to stay in Airbnbs. Because, again, we not going over there. We not allowed to go over there and, and support the government. Excuse me. And support the government in any form or fashion. The closest thing you're going to get to supporting the government for real, for real, is when you buy that visa. But outside of that. You can't do it. We not allowed to do it. They fuck around and find you tried to use your, your credit card or your debit card out there, and they see a trend. Cuba, guys, it's going to be your ass. You cannot do it. When you go to Cuba, say you're going for five days. Say you're going for five days, and you're budgeting out your trip, and you're like, okay, I didn't pay for my what's-the-name. I didn't pay for my for for my uh, plane ticket. I didn't already pay for my Airbnb. So for my five day trip, I'm gonna have a thousand dollars on me. Again, you can't use your debit card. You can't use your credit your 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 credit card. 
You can only take cash. You have to take cash with you. If you only plan on taking a thousand, my nigga take seventeen hundred. I'm gonna repeat that one more time. Where my goddamn record scratch at? No cap. Whoops, wrong one. If you go out there for five days and you say to yourself, I'm going to take $1,000 with me, my nigga, take $1,700 because you have no other way to get funds. You will be asked out. You will be stranded. It ain't happening. Another thing that makes Cuba a little, you know what I mean? Again, they they have a lack of access to a lot of things. You go to a public restaurant. Let me just give y'all a quick example. Our last day, it was Sunday. We flying out 545. I wake up, got a little thing, get her moving to shaking. I'm gonna get to that later. My mom is my mom. My mom's out. Don't know where she at when she coming back. I just know that we supposed to be dipping out of this and that shit. So I say, fuck it, man. Let me go get me some food right quick. I'm gonna run down to Vistamar, nice little restaurant. Give me some food and come back. And let me just say that too. Before I left, I was now I will say this. Yeah, I will say maybe two weeks prior to me leaving, I was low-key starting to pump myself up a little bit about going to Cuba. Cause I started watching YouTube videos and all this and that shit. And I'm like, all right, for sure. Like a nigga trying to like this shit look like it can be lit. I'm trying to be out there. So I was low-key kind of pumping myself up. But I remember seeing one video, and I wish I, I can't remember which which dude it was. Now I'm thinking about it, it might be it might have been some black dude. He was talking about the food wasn't that amazing. The food wasn't that good, all this and that shit. So I'm kind of going into it, kind of thinking like, damn, the food ain't gonna be hitting. I wanna say that when I went back home, uh me and one of my me and one of my homegirls went out to eat. She told me to meet her over at this restaurant, uh, somewhere on Williamson. I think it might, I think it might have been a Cuban restaurant, and I just remember thinking like, "Yo, this shit is not hitting." Like, I, I'm mad that you took me here. Like, this shit was not good at all. Um, so, and because of, and again, I don't, I can't even remember if that was a Cuban restaurant or not. But I was just, I was just thinking like, I think that was a Cuban restaurant. So with that. And then seeing that on dude's YouTube channel just saying, yeah, the food ain't really hitting on shit, this and that. I'm kind of already going into it thinking, like, oh, hell, that kind of sucks. Like, food ain't going to really be all that good, this and that shit. Guys, that was cap. I don't know where that nigga was eating at or whatever, this and that. The food is good. <laughs> for real. The food is good. For sure, for sure. So, anyways. Go down to Vistamar, get me, get me some food. Get my chicken and some vegetables and my motherfucking croquettes. Nigga done fell in love with croquettes down there. Fell in love with mojitos down there. So anyways, 
I get back to the crib. As soon as I finish eating, walking back to the crib, I can already kind of feel it. Because the day before, I was kind of starting to get like a little diarrhea. I ain't even gonna lie to niggas. Um, so I'm already kind of feeling like, damn, my stomach kind of hurting, like this and that shit, right? So then, uh, get to the crib, use the bathroom, this and that. It's time to leave. Whatever the case, mom gets back to the crib. We finna leave. I'm before like as we're even leaving the crib, I'm already just feel like, yo, my like I need to sit my ass on a toilet again. This and that shit. So we driving to the airport. Twenty minutes to the we drive twenty minutes to the airport. And I'm like, yo, where the fuck is the bathroom at? Like, cause I gotta go. Like, I can't even hold this shit no more. Like, this shit crazy. Get to the fucking bathroom. And like legend has it, true to form, true to the story, just like I heard before, when you go to Cuba, guys, there's a lack of supplies. And one of those supplies is... They ain't got no goddamn toilet paper. I'm going to repeat that. I can't speak for for every Airbnb. I can't speak for every hotel. What I can say is when you go to public restrooms, for the most part, they ain't got no damn toilet paper. I had to take a huge shit. I took a huge shit. I got out the car and walked to the bathroom with two pairs of socks on. I walked out the bathroom and back to the car with no socks on. Niggas really had to get it how they live out that bitch. So that's another thing. If you plan to go to Cuba... If you want to take a thousand dollars, take seventeen hundred. If you plan to go to Cuba, bring two rolls of toilet paper. Your Airbnb may or may not have it. I think mine's had it, but we brought it anyways. Bring wipes. It's something that you may very much need. No cap. So yeah. That is that that's part of that's part of the, yeah you know I mean, that's part of the little shit that that mm. Mm. You know I mean? Now on to some more things. Back to the food. Now, if you've been to a place before whose currency runs with the peso, their currency is a peso, Cuban peso, Filipino peso, Mexican peso. I can't speak for all the pesos in the world, but I definitely got experience with the Philippine peso. And... Injunction, excuse me, injunction with the Philippine peso, most things are relatively cheap. Very cheap. Cheap drinks, good drinks, good drinks. Drinks costing like 50 cent, 75 cent, 
Maybe a dollar, some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Especially now, the imported shit. You go to a different gun. You go to the Philippines. You want to get you some Ciroc. I don't know, some high dollar, whatever, whiskey, blah, blah, blah. Those might, that might be $250. That might be $3 a drink. Maybe even $4 a drink. But can you get a Jameson and Coke in America for $4? Fuck no. So even over there, what, what is it? You go to the Philippines, get you an Empador and Sprite. Empador and Coke. Empador and tea. That bitch ain't going to hit you nothing. That shit ain't going to be nothing. For real. 50 cents, 75 cents. Well, that, that was really a happy hour. Let me take that back. A happy hour. A happy hour, you was really getting 50 cent drinks. 75 cent drinks. No bullshit. In Cuba, the food was a little more expensive than what I was expecting. Again, back in the PI, you can get you a nice, big, huge portions. Huge portions of food and this and that shit for relatively cheap. Relatively cheap. Damn, do I got a shit? Guys, I got a shit. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to be back. I'm gonna be back. But anyways, so... Like I said, the food was relatively more expensive, and I just looked it up, um, which is still kind of throws me off because it's not how they go buy shit in Cuba. But if you look up USD to fill up to, to the Cuban peso, it's going to say $1 is going to get you 24 pesos. Now, again, just for in comparison to the Philippines, $1 uh, in the Philippines, that peso is going to be 55 and I and that's fucking pretty good because I want to say the last time that I was there, niggas was getting like 44. For real, for real. So that shit, that shit kind of up. For real, for real. Um, not sure what prices might be and this and that, what the economy might be out there at this point. Uh, but that sounds pretty good. But they were saying that, you know, things used to be relatively cheap in Cuba as well. But after the pandemic. After the pandemic, uh, inflation, inflation and whatnot kind of lended to, let me turn this shit down a little bit. Yeah, inflation kind of lended to higher prices as far as travel and, and, and food. So it is really nothing, it's really nothing to, to go to Cuba and spend, you know, uh, $15 on a meal, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you were to get you a meal, a starter, and, like, you know, like an appetizer, get you an appetizer, get you a meal, and get you a water, that that alone is probably, its average is probably going to go around anywhere from 12 to 15 bucks. So never mind you getting two waters or never mind you getting a drink along with that and or never mind you just getting an expensive entree you know what i'm saying like my last meal when i went to vistamar again i got my uh i got my motherfucking rice and veggies i got my rice and veggies my chicken and veggies didn't even get my white rice with it got my croquettes and didn't get a drink just got me a water and i gave them niggas 15 dollars usd because i ain't had no more pesos on me uh or i didn't have that many pesos on me gave them 15 dollars cash 
And then when I was about to walk out, they're like, sir, sir, uh, you still owe us six pesos. Six pesos. What the hell? Um, so, yeah, that's that. That's kind of that. And the reason why travel is kind of expensive is because gas, there's, a there's again, just getting gas out there is, is not easy. It's not easy. Um, it, it'd be, it's actually nothing. It's actually nothing to, to pass a gas station. I remember I was walking to the club one night, I think it was Friday night. I was walking over to, uh, to the factory. <clears throat> we'll get into that too. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was walking over to the factory and, um, the line, it was nighttime. All I seen was just headlights, headlights just kind of stagnant, mad cars deep. Like for real, for real. Like it had to have been eight to a dozen cars, maybe a dozen plus, for real, for real, uh, of of cars just waiting to get gas because the shit, the shit is, is is tough to get. And then because of that, the people that own the gas stations, they they'll do a markup because well, it's supply and this and that. So. I just can't give you niggas all the gas and, and then I just run out because I'm selling it at this price for when I first got it and blah, blah, blah. Like, all right, now look like shit running low. So now it's like 400, I think it was, they said 400 pesos every liter or some shit like that. So 400 pesos for every liter, that's like, we'll just say that's a dollar a liter, not even a dollar a gallon. Uh, that's a dollar a liter. And how many liters is in a gallon? Oh, I, I feel stupid right now because I don't know. Because $5 is a thousand pesos. So, yeah. So 400, that's, that's, you know, that's almost, that's almost two bones. That's almost two bones a liter. Uh, so yeah, it's just be some of the supplies and, and shit like that. That, that's why, that's why it can be also uh, a little tough. So and that's partly why I didn't why I didn't do the kind of clubbing that I wanted to because before I left I did have a list of clubs that I heard that I had seen on YouTube that you know multiple channels were speaking about club LM club 245 uh moy moy ETO some shit like that and and some other shit like I ain't go to them because it was like all right you don't speak Spanish, and they're gonna be taxing. That's another thing, guys. That just is, that kind of does suck about Cuba. Again, I can't speak for everywhere in the world, and 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 I'm more, I'm more, I'm more than sure there's plenty of places in the world where they don't speak English. You know what I'm saying? But there's also a lot of places where they do speak English. Again, that's one of the things that made the Philippines is so lit because they speak English. It might be broken language, uh, English, but they totally understand you and you totally understand them. Like, you know what motherfuckers is saying. They know what you're saying. You can carry on conversation like everything is gravy. In, in Cuba, that ain't really the case, bro. That's not really the case. Like... Yeah, you you'll come across people that speak English and this and that shit, but for real, for real, motherfuckers be speaking Spanish, bro. 
motherfuckers be speaking Spanish for real, for real. Like, yeah, at some of the restaurants and this and that, folk can speak English and this and that, but at the same time, they'll, they just speak Spanish, bro. So that sucks because you can't really, you can't negotiate, you can't really, you know, like it's just, it's just, it's just is what it is. So I wasn't really trying to tax, I wasn't really trying to be going like hella places um, using taxis that was a mile, two miles down the street and this and that because a two mile taxi ride for the, for a foreigner, they're going to try to bust you in the head. shit like that. Like just to, just to go down the fucking street, just to go down the fucking street. So, uh, that's one of the knocks. That's one of the knocks that I can, uh, also put on Cuba is the fact that it's just, you know, the language barrier does really kind of suck, but it also really kind of made me want to speak Spanish, bro. I'm not going to lie. It really made me like, damn, I wish I knew Spanish. So I could really just, so I could really maneuver. So I can really maneuver. So I can really holler at these women and this and that. Like, it it could just, it could just be so, it could just be so much better. It could be so much better if you speak, if you speak the language. It really, it really can. And what I noticed with some of the you with some of the YouTube channels that I was watching, just you know, trying to learn, pick up game about Cuba and this and that, is a lot of those cats did speak Spanish. I was really hating, like, yo, where the fuck these niggas from? They know Spanish, like these niggas from New York, like where are these niggas, like these niggas from New York, nomad Dominicans and Puerto Ricans and shit like that. So they just grew up around mad Spanish folk. These niggas from Miami. You know what I'm saying? They just know mad Cubans and mad Puerto Ricans and all this and that. So them niggas know Spanish. Where these niggas from? These niggas from L.A. You know what I'm saying? They just know mad Mexicans, so they know some Spanish and shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was uh, I was hating. I ain't even gonna cap. I was hating for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, so that 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 again, like I said, that's one of the knocks. One of the things that I really did notice, um. Man, it's a mix out there. It's a mix for real, for real. You don't see, I probably seen, I think I probably seen maybe three people. I I think I might have seen three white people that look like legit white. And it's funny because one of them, one of them was at the club, Johnny's. Now, I'd been going to Johnny's. That was like the club I went to damn near every night when I went out. I'd been going to Johnny's for a couple nights, had my one little bartender, cool dude, always hooked me up with the with the drinks. I tip him this and that shit for sure. Uh, so then one night I go, it's this other nigga in there, some white looking nigga. He looked like a white boy, like for real. Like an Irish nigga or some shit like that. Like he was redhead. Like he looked like a like he looked like a white nigga. Like a legit white nigga. And he was doing white nigga shit. I ordered my motherfucking rum and coat. When I get it from my boy, it's 500 pesos. When I get it from you, it's 850. I go back to my boy, he give it to me for 500. Now, granted, 
My first drink I did get from the white boy, and it was 850. So I really ain't paying no attention to it because I'm like, all right, whatever, 850. But then when I got my boy, the second time I came up to get a drink, he was he was free, so I just went to him or whatever. He gave me 500, so now I'm now I'm looking at the white nigga funny like, nigga, you playing? You playing right now? You playing? And I and I was fitting to snitch him out. I was fitting to snitch him out. Tell my boy, yo, get your mans. Cause he playing in my face, and I I really don't want to have to come five on him, but I will come five on that nigga. You know what I mean? Quit playing with me. But yeah, so he was one of the white niggas that was really in there doing white shit, ho ass nigga. Uh, and then I remember seeing this this white this old this older white guy. Again, I'm saying white guy, but he really Cuban. Uh, but I just remember seeing him when we was uh, on our way to our salsa to our salsa lessons. Who I got to get into that next. Uh, we was on our way to our little salsa lessons, and uh, I, and I just remember thinking like, and this is before I seen the white dude at the club. Uh, I just remember thinking like, damn, that's the first that's the first dude out here that I seen that like he looks like he looks like a white person. He legit looks like a white person. Uh and that that just kind of that just kind of threw me off. Like it really did. Like holy shit. Like that's weird. Like cuz everybody else you see out here they just look they look Spanish or they look black or they look mixed with something like and even the black people out there like yeah, they they black. You can clearly see they look black and this and that, but at the same time you can just tell that they not niggas. You know what I'm saying? You can just tell they not full blood niggas. Their hair is a different texture, like it's a little more finer. You can see, like it's just, is you can just see it, like they just a little different. They just look a little different. Um, and 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 so you got again, you got your dark skin Cubans, you got light skin Cubans, you got olive skin cute, like it's all this and that. But what I and I remember talking to my boy Yo Yo. And he said, you know, that's one of the things that really was a positive about the revolution. And maybe maybe it could have been different before. Maybe Cuba was always like this. But for, from his perspective, he kind of just put it on the revolution. Um, Man, there's a really, really huge sense of community and unity in, in Cuba. Like. You real like you see all you and I don't I, and it's hard to explain because you know like from the outside looking in if you look at America you would think oh it's a huge melting pot too you got all these people around you might see a black person with a white person you might see a Asian with a Mexican person Mexican person with an Arab Arab with this and I'm not even really talking about dating just in inner circles and mixing and blah, 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 and this and that shit, you know? Uh, so from the outside looking in, you could probably say the same thing about America and, and, and probably to a good degree, you could say it's true, but we also know to a great degree that there's plenty, plenty, I mean, plenty of separation in America, plenty of separation in America. You know, um, and it and it really it really just didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like racism was a thing whatsoever in Cuba. Um, it didn't feel like 
now maybe maybe there could be colorism like i heard in jamaica there's colorism and shit like that um so maybe there could have been some colorism in, in cuba but it really i i really didn't get a get a feel get a sense of that either man like when we went to the cabaret this little play or whatever the thing may be like it was it was just everybody every shade of cuban was doing their thing every shade of cuban was a was a lead or whatever like i don't know it's it just the shit that we kind of look at and uh maybe i won't even say complain about in america because i guess shit just is what it is and it affects people however it affects people but it just it just didn't seem prevalent it really just didn't seem prevalent out there man and that was that was a real fucking breath of fresh air i cannot lie to you i thought that was really really cool i thought that was super unique um you know, it just it just didn't it just didn't feel that way. And and you know what? I could probably say it didn't feel like that in the Philippines either. But maybe the reason why I don't necessarily put it on the Philippines is because at least in the Philippines, everybody is pretty much everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like you go there is kind of just I guess to the stereotype of all Asians look alike, and that's not to say that like you again you go to fucking korea or china or whatever like when we use those stereotypes it's like yeah because y'all niggas that stereotype kind of holds true to y'all facially like structure wise and this and that like y'all niggas be looking similar in the philippines at least for me i just didn't really see it that much for real for real uh but also what i'm really getting to is it's like damn the irony of like the philippines being the kind of country that it is and out of all the Asian countries, it would be that the darker skinned Asians just so happen to be, you know, like this, you know, like their countries is like this. It, it It's like, damn, it's like, damn, what's up with the world? What's up with the coincidence? What's up with the irony of the world that, it just always seemed like the darker skinned people just kind of have it. I'll just say a little more different. <laughs> like, what's up with that shit? You know? Uh, but in Cuba, bro, it really, it really was whatever. Like, you just seen it. You just seen it. Everybody was with everybody, little friend groups. And that's where it really was cool, too. Like, just seeing it, like, with the little ass kids. Like, because it's like, damn, how y'all even, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, are y'all little niggas family members? How y'all even, like, become friends? Like, where y'all know each other from? Y'all just know each other from y'all's parents working at the market. So y'all just the only, like, there's this one little group of kids I seen at the market uh, running around playing and this and that, you know. And, again, it's just, like, different shades, the boys, girls, just playing around. Again, it's maybe I'm not explaining it right. Maybe I'm sounding too mushy gushy about it. I don't know. Uh, but it, it's I, 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 it's definitely something that you would have to see, and it's definitely something I think if you if you go to Cuba, that that I, I definitely think it's something that that you will see. That you that if you were to listen to this pod and you you look back and be like, oh okay, now I kind of see what. I kind of see what that nigga was talking about. Like, yeah, I, I feel that. 
and, and I feel that I don't feel, you know, what he was saying wasn't wasn't really prevalent. You know what I'm saying? Um. So since I did speak on it, let me get to the salsa lessons, and then I'm gonna get to to the big to the big of Cuba. Uh, back to prices, guys. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all know how in America we always be on this gender war shit and all this and that and niggas ain't shit and niggas can't provide and niggas ain't leading and all this. Man, when I mean to tell y'all, when I mean to tell y'all that once again, guys, once a fucking again, (laughs) it's probably one of the truest sayings and I'm going to give myself the credit. It's probably one of the truest sayings I ever came up with. Life applies to life if you apply it. I'm telling you, life applies to life if you just apply that shit. So we go into salsa lessons. Now we get there. I already got a couple things on my mind. So because I already had a couple things on my mind, I tell my folks, I'm going to sit out. I ain't even finna do the little salsa lessons. Like, whatever. It's whatever. I ain't tripping. But then my mom is like, what? You're not going to, why? Do it. Come on. Just do it. Just do it. I'm like, all right, whatever. Fuck it. All right, I'll do it. So I do it. So they playing, you know what I mean? They They playing that shit. They, they. First, they just giving us the steps. Actually, they're not playing nothing. They just giving us the steps. We got our we got one instructor, right? We got one instructor. He come out. He giving us the steps. Men, it's like it's like it's like in marching. It's like in the military. You lead with your left foot. Left foot first. Left step. Right foot step in the same place. Left foot back. Three step. Then you do it with your right. Right step, left step, right back step. Three steps. Side. Left step, right step, left. Back to the center. Step. Three steps. Right step, left left step. Left step back in the center. When we got to that, I was fucking that shit all up. When I mean to tell y'all niggas, I never felt so embarrassed, so ashamed. Nigga, when I mean to tell y'all, I was not repping the East Coast at all. I was not repping the East Coast. I was not repping niggas worldwide. I was in that bitch like a mixture of white folk and my daddy. Two groups of people that I that that ain't got no that I just know ain't got no fucking rhythm. White folk and my daddy. My daddy ain't got no rhythm. My nigga can barely even clap on beat. I don't know what the fuck is up with bro. I don't know what the fuck is up with bro. He ain't got no rhythm whatsoever. This shit is hilarious. That's how I felt in there, especially trying to do that little side step. Because I'm just so used to, again, I'm coming from Cali, 70, yeah, I'm saying, damn near a decade of... Uh, 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 of of Cali culture, of Cali groove and Cali stepping and this and that shit. Like, 
So I'm really, you know what I'm saying? And you mix it in with a little bit of the love slide and shit like that. Like, I'm just completely overstepping. So then we get with our partners. So they bring out a couple more instructors. I get paired up with the lady, of course. Now, in salsa, the man leads. The man leads the dance. However, he go, la mama go. She feeling off of him. If she, if she doing a twirl, it's because she felt it. She felt the inclination of like, all right, we finna go into the curl. If they do the little step back, open all the way up, it's because she felt that homie was about to, yeah, this is where we going, baby. So open that up. We going to bring it back together. Shit like that, right? Y'all. I'm dancing with this lady. I'm fuck. They didn't turn on the music. I'm fucking. Maybe even before we even got to the music. I'm fucking up the steps. I can't get this shit right. I'm looking down. I'm not leading. I'm not confident as a man whatsoever. I'm talking about in no sense. Not an inkling. Not even a droplet. What they say, faith the size of a mustard seed to get your ass into heaven, bro. I ain't even have a, I ain't even have confidence the size of a goddamn grain of sand, my nigga. Just in there. And boy, oh boy, when I mean to tell y'all, I can read it all on this woman's face. In her tone, when she trying to get me on track, step, huh, step, huh, 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 huh. guys. And then I really felt what it was like to lead as a man because she was leading me. I could feel her leading me, pushing me forward, pushing me backwards, pushing. Boy, that shit, it really had me hot. I ain't even going I ain't gonna lie. That shit had me mad. Cause I'm like, I don't like this. Cause you know what this shit, this is salsa. You know this shit. It ain't the hard, it is it's not the hardest dance in the world, especially if you let them tell it, cause they've been doing it their whole goddamn lives. It ain't the hardest dance in the world. But you know what I'm saying? It can be a little, you gotta it, you sometimes you just gotta think about it. And if you and if you overthink, like it can just it can just be that it can just be that, man. That bitch, you could just read it all on her face. Like, man, I cannot believe I got paired up with this motherfucking L seven double O weenie. This nigga is a loser. This nigga is fucking putting shame to everybody. They got, and she was and she was she was a black Cuban too. She was a black cube. She had dark skin. He put in shame to every motherfucker in the diaspora. Every motherfucker from the motherland. Every motherfucker with our same complexion, skin tone worldwide. This nigga is the worst. He is the weakest link. I cannot believe I am leading this man right now. How am I supposed to thrive if I'm leading you as a man? Guys, 
Don't get me wrong. I been knew how the bitches felt when they be saying it. I been knew what the hoes meant when they say they feel that they got to do this and that. But man, man, oh man, to really feel it in that level, in that capacity, in something like dancing, holy shit. Holy shit. That shit really killed me, bro. I ain't gonna lie. We went to the restaurant and shit later. Nigga, I'm underneath the table just. Like, it's literally all I could think about. For probably like the next two hours, that's all I could think about was how bad I was fucking up trying to learn how to salsa. Again, I'm just trying to learn. I'm just trying to learn, y'all. This lady, she wasn't. She won't with it, dog. She won't with it. So, yeah, guys, I'm telling you, if you ever want to really, 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 really see what women are talking about when they get to talking about some man, I'm over here. I can't live in my feminine. I got to be masculine because y'all niggas ain't shit and y'all niggas ain't bringing nothing to the table and all this and that shit. Take your ass to Cuba and take you some goddamn salsa lessons and you come across that woman and fuck up. She gonna make you feel small. She gonna make you. She she gonna make you feel small. For sure, for sure. And speaking of women, and my battery about to die, so I probably got maybe 10 minutes left at best. If there's one thing that was absolutely amazing about Cuba, it was for surely the women. The women, hold up, guys. Hold up. I know I shouldn't have did that. I know it's gonna come right back. I know it's gonna destroy everything I made. It's probably gonna get you for a cent away. But this game I play ain't no way uh, to fix it. It's inevitable that I'm sure where I will stop me. Before I even started, when I get to one brick, in the game I with the pot with, got to one brick, and I look to the skylight, sorry got a lava, give me one more try, got to two bricks, new cars, new whips, but niggas never learn to they end up in the news clip, the irony you're selling drugs, sort of like using it, guess it's two sides to what tell One time for my nigga Chris, what up boy? Um, the women in Cuba, again, because of supplies, because of just money, and what shit, guys, they make about 2,000 pesos a month. High earners, high earners, like educated. Motherfuckers be having like engineer degrees and shit like that. Make maybe 4,000, 4 to, 4 to 5,000, 6,000 pesos a month. Guys, for real, for real, guys, these, these guys are making at best $50 a month. They're making at best $50 a month. Most, the average salary is $30 a month, guys. So, fuck. Mm. Shit, man, my nose, sin- just sinuses and shit like that starting to fuck up. But anyways, 
because of that, they don't really buy makeup. They don't really wear a bunch of makeup. When you see Cuban women, what you see is what you get. Not gonna see a bunch of you not you just not. I think I might have seen two girls out there that had BBLs, and I think one of them, I know one of them for sure was a foreigner. She was she was a foreigner. And I and the other one, and I was just assuming that she had one. She just kind of looked like she had one, but she was she looked like she was local. Cause I seen her in the club a couple of, a couple times. With with her with her group with with dudes and this and that shit. Like I, I'm pretty sure she was local and I it looked like she might have had a BBL. I'm not sure. Um, but you're just not going to see that. You're just not seeing BBLs. You're just not seeing a bunch of makeup. Yeah, you might see a little whatever that shit is. Ladies put around their eyes. Uh, what is it? Mascara? Uh, shit like that. You might see some of that a little bit. You might see a little blush or whatever on the cheeks. Some lip gloss and shit. But women just walking around. Just completely beat down, whole face beat. You not seeing that, bro. You are seeing nothing but just regular, natural, plain Jane women. Whether they naturally pretty or they naturally ugly. What or just I ain't even gonna say ugly, just not attractive. Like what you see is what you get. And that shit was amazing, bro. That shit was amazing. I was literally just talking to a chick today on fucking threads. She's talking about somehow motherfucking women shouldn't be putting on makeup or don't let a man tell you that he don't care if you uh, don't wear makeup and lashes and all this and that shit. Like, you shouldn't be doing it for their value. Whatever the bitch was saying. Because really, when I asked her, well, if you don't do it for men, uh, are you doing it for women? And if so, why? And if you're not doing it for women, if you're doing it solely for yourself, then why? But she ain't even answered that. She just went back to, well, I don't think you should be doing it for any outside validation. Okay, bitch. Well, that still doesn't get to the point. That's still not a practical world that we live in, especially in America. That's not our practical world. Like, what you mean? That's like me saying, oh, yeah, I, I shouldn't shave my head because I don't want to walk around looking with a Jefferson. Like, what? Looking like George Jefferson. What? 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 Of course, I'm going to shave my head because I want to be presentable to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like what? Presentable to men, presentable to women. Like I want to look like a decent person, whatever the case may be, you know. Um. So anyways, that's amazing. That is amazing. Like nice. Ad. I don't know what it is about motherfucking the, the Caribbeans and. The Latins and Spanish and all this and that shit. I don't know, man, but motherfuckers be having ass, bro. I, I be and, 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 and let me hold up. Let me just bag back on that. Maybe I shouldn't say that like air because it was plenty of skinny women out there. I didn't really see a lot of overweight women, obese women. Like the, you know how it is in America. You know, once a bitch hit 24, 25, like you can start to cancel it out. Like motherfuckers is just fat in America. Motherfuckers ain't really fat in Cuba. You're not really seeing that. You might see a gang of skinny joints, for real, for real. But you're not seeing just a bunch of fat joints. Um, motherfuckers be having nice bodies, bro, for real. Uh, but I know motherfuckers want to know, Don, you, you, you hit anything down there? Guys? Yes. I did hit something. But the whole week that I was down there, 
I was plotting. I wasn't sure how I wanted to move because, well, per my research, I heard numbers. Again, back to the Philippines. Things is just cheaper. Things is cheaper. Them, them girls down there in Cuba, they want 200 for the box. 150 for the box. 120 for the box. Y'all crazy if you think I'm finna come to a country that ain't even got toilet paper in public restrooms and I'm gonna pay $200 for some pussy. You are out of your goddamn mind, little mama. And you know you playing. So stop fucking playing with me like that. Because you know you wrong. You dead wrong. And y'all know God don't like ugly. And he damn sure don't like to spend no... I ain't going to say that. I'm just playing God. I ain't going to say that. I, that was mean. I shouldn't say that. I don't know if you like to spend money or not. But yeah. Yeah. Nah. So it really kind of threw me off, guys. It really kind of threw me off on like... Am I going to be down here beating cheeks? Because I, I wanted to. Don't get me wrong. I seen plenty of joints. And I, I again, per my research, I'm like, all right, I know that I know they out there. I know they be going. I know this and that, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I can't pay no 150 for no box. When I used to be in the PI on the AV getting two and three Johns for that, not even for that money, for cheaper. For cheaper. For cheaper. Quick little 3,000 pesos. That's out the bar. That's out, that's out the bar fine. Quick little 3,000. You pull them out of high, so at best they going to want two. At best they want two. You bust them down with a, with a buck 50 and take them to breakfast the next morning, man. They ain't, They good. It is what it is. Matter of fact, what is that right now? Let me just try to do a quick right there. Let me just quite try to do a quick. What's, what's a motherfucking, what's what's $30? Come on, my nigga. These days, that's $16, dollars That's what they want, $30. $30 for the job. The hoes in Cuba said, man, you can cancel it, dog. So I end up going to the market. End up going to the market. Get some shit, buy some shit, this and that, right? So we about to leave. We're about to leave. But uh, my mom and my cousin went back in, had went back in because uh, our, our, our our driver was looking for something. And he was like, and, and my cousin Kay was like, uh, yo, 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 looking for you. So they go back in. I'm just sitting outside. But then at, at, after a little bit, I'm like, eh, I'm kind of bored to sit in. Let me just walk back in with them, with these fools. So I'm about to walk back in. Then this girl, like, cat calls me through the window. Psst. Psst. Come here. Come here. Normally, I just whatever. But I was like, all right, whatever. I walked over to her. I walk, I don't even know where. Maybe it was just her smile. She did have a pretty little smile. So I walk over to her. She was like, uh, you know, talking to me, this and that, whatever the case. She's like, come, uh, come look at my store. And uh, I'm like, nah, I'm cool. She's like, and they all say, <laughs> It's free to look. It's free to look. I'm like, yeah, and so is disappointment. Is that what you want? Because I'll give it to you. So right when I'm about to say that, that's when she just grabs my hand. She just grabs my hand walks me over to her store. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. 
So I go to her store, this and that, get me some shit. I, end up, I actually end up buying some shit. Look at that. See how see how easy it is for a nigga? If a bitch just apply, if a bitch just apply a little pressure to a nigga, we're gonna cave for the most part. <laughs> Depending on what it is. Oh. Uh, so, anyways, we finna dip out, right? Uh and before I dip out, she like, she's like, you want some company for the night? Now, once she said that, I kind of already knew what it was. Because she ain't say it. Because she said, she asked me if I wanted company for tonight. Instead of just asking me, like, what you doing tonight? You going out tonight? Or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, she already just... She, I, I was reading between the lines right then on how she said. I'm like, all right, she, I already know what it is. Uh, so anyways, I'm like, nah, not tonight. This and that shit, like tomorrow, mañana, you know. Uh, so we about to leave, and then my boy Yo Yo again, shout out Yo Yo. We was about, and, and it's there's so much. I, I'm uh, whatever. I'm gonna just go on with the story. So Yo Yo was like, Yo, you want me to get her her number for you right quick? I'm like, yeah, for sure. Grab the digits. Grab the digits. So we get the digits. This and that, right? So uh, Friday comes, the next night comes, and I'm really thinking like, man, do I want to holler at Shorty? This and that. It was I didn't holler at her because we was me and my uh, me uh, my cousin already left. So me me and my moms and yo yo, we was out all day. This and that shit, blah blah blah. So I'm just like, nah, like I ain't even gonna holler at Shorty tonight. I'm just gonna go kick it, whatever, right? So I go out, I go out, and this and that shit. And 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 I lead a club and I lead a club and I'm thinking to myself like, damn, I should have hollered at Shorty tonight because it's another night, drunk as hell, walking back to the crib from Johnny's. And let me just say, there's a handful. I got probably a dozen videos in my phone of me walking back from Johnny's, drunk as fuck to the crib, just like talking about. How drunk I am, how I ain't getting no pussy at all. Like, it's hilarious. I'm, I might mash them all up and put them on YouTube. Like, it's really just belligerent, just whatever comes to my mind, and I'm just saying it. <laughs> like, they're stupid as fuck, but they're kind of funny, too. Um, so, anyways, I was just like, damn, like, this is what it is. Like, because there was one little joint in the club. I was going to hit little fun-size joint. had a nice little ass on her. Oh, she was a... Probably a cool little five one, five two. She couldn't have weighed no more than 110 pounds, some shit like that. But boy, did she have a nice little jiggly ass on her. But again, she came right out the gate. She was like, so I'm just hollering at her. Hola, this and that. Get her and her friend a, a shot. We talking, blah, 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 dancing, low key. So then she hit me up on the translator. We using Google Translator and shit in the club. I ain't got no service. I'm on her phone. She's like, you got to let me know what you want because I'm working. Let me tell y'all, Johnny's be jumping on the weekend. And then it was one night that we went, they was having a concert. Shit was jumping. So I went to Johnny's five times. Three times the shit was stupid lit. One night, this shit was okay. Like, okay. The night that I'm talking about with these girls, shit was stupid dead incredibly dead bitch told me 200 i'm like nah that's crazy she wanted she wanted 200 <laughs> i told her i got 64 nah i told her i got 80 I told her i got 80 she was like she looked at me fuck she looked at me crazy like what i said man i got 80 for you baby uh and i'm like i'm like i'm like look around i'm the only man in here i'm like 
Is it better to have nothing or do you want $80? This and that shit, right? Uh, so we finally had agreed on like maybe $90, some shit like that. I don't know what it was. But anyways, the club is so dead that it closes down. It's like three, it's like three o'clock, three thirty. This shit stay open till six. They they just shut the bitch down. They was like, man, this shit, like it ain't next thing you know, the lights come on. So they close this shit down. I'm finna leave, right? I'm walking out. I see little shorty come out. I see little shorty come out. And uh, so I go up to her like, yo, like, what's up? Like, we head back. She's like, mm, tomorrow night, tomorrow night. I'm like, damn, all right, for sure. So that kind of was like, damn, like, these little bitches. Like, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, for sure. Like, you know what? I can at least appreciate that. I can appreciate a bitch that's out there selling pussy and know her worth. She know her worth. She know her worth and her worth. I'm not giving a motherfucker. I'm not giving a motherfucker goddamn uh I can't give no I can't give no nigga no goddamn you know my my sweet box my sweet box for no motherfucking $90. Guys, my camera just died and I'm a little upset, just a tad bit upset because uh actually cuz there is some more shit that I want to tell so once again, guys, I will be right back. Okay, are we in this joint? We are back in this joint. Um, damn, I hate this other camera that I use because the screen, the the viewfinder doesn't fold out, so I can't really see shit on it. Um, but anyways, I probably only go for another 10, 15 minutes. So, anyways, right? So Shorty's like, nah, I'm cool, blah, blah, blah. So it's that night I dip out, right? So I'm back in the joint the next night. Back in the joint the next night. And actually, this night, actually, it was this night that I, this might have been the day that I met Shorty at the market. Um, It was, actually. it, Or was it? No. Yeah. No, the same day I met Shorty at the market was this night, actually, now that I think about it. It was this night. Um, Or was it not? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was, it was Wednesday night. It was Wednesday night that I met Shorty at the market. Um, so anyways, whatever. So I go to the next night. Shit was jumping, this and that shit. Um got I, I you know, I got a little Shorty's Instagram, uh, got her homegirl's Instagram. Then I got a friend's Instagram. A friend had hit me up, this and that shit, right? So we talking, blah, blah, blah. Um and, and whatever, this and that. Didn't end up meeting up with her this night. We ended up, I, I ended up going out that night, trying to holler at a joint. Ended up trying to holler at a joint. Uh, and she played me to the left, too. She played, she curved me hard as fuck, though. As soon as I walked up on her, she hit me with the stank face. Like, hell no. Nah. Like, now, in my mind, I'm like, damn. Her one little homegirl, uh, the shorty that had hit me up on Instagram, uh, Earlier that day, I had seen her when we was in the club because I didn't even know them little hoes was together. Like the two girl, the girl that I was talking to, that I started talking to that one night, she was just sitting right like I was just at the table. They was at this table right beside me. But when I started talking to them, the other shorty that was like sitting at a table behind us, like a table over behind us, she came over to the table. And they all started talking and this and that. So I'm like, I'm like, let me find out all these little hoes just work together, this and that shit. So then that chick went over to another table 
that I had seen these chicks there all week. And one of the things that I had seen on on the you on one of the YouTube channels, dude was talking about some of the women. He was like, "What you'll realize is you you're gonna see all the same girls for the most part at the same club every night. They don't really hit different clubs, this and that. Like they." Go to their clubs, and that's kind of it. So you might see a, a group of girls, or like these girls might be at LM. These girls might be at 245. These girls might be at Johnny's. These girls might be at whatever, whatever. Um. So so I rolled up on the – so anyways, the one chick, she's over at that – she's over across the club uh, at the table with these other chicks. So – in my mind, when I tried to holler at one of the chicks at that table the next night, who I kind of been spot had kind of been like plotting on all week, like damn that that mama got a nice ass on her, like she a cool five eight, five nine. She low key a stallion. She low key a stallion, nigga. Um, I'm like damn. Little mama probably went over there and was running game. Like yeah, he not giving up the two hundred. He talking about this price because, again, I don't know what the fuck they saying because they talking to each other in Spanish. So I don't know what the fuck they saying when I'm right there. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm like, man, she probably told them hoes that I'm a cheap Charlie and this and that shit. So she probably was already like, nigga, get the fuck out of my face. You for, I for damn sure ain't giving them no pussy for less than $150. So And I already know how you coming, so don't even trip. <laughs> she shut a nigga down super quick right dumb quick so that's when i really knew it was like all right let me holler at little mama from the market let me holler at little mama from the market so i text her this and that shit we link up we link up uh she wasn't trying to crack a nigga over the head and it's so funny because my nigga yo-yo was like yeah see the best the good thing about her is she's not a prosty she's a working girl and this and that and you know, she probably just wants to get to know you and have a good time, have some drinks, party, blah, blah, blah. But I'm already thinking in my head, like, nigga, I know it. I think she wants this cash. I already know what it is. My mom, she, cause it, the girl had texted me and this and that shit. Uh, actually, when we was leaving after I bought some stuff from her, right, uh, from her from her little uh, from her little booth in the market, I had left my water. I accidentally left my water in there. And uh, when we was about to leave to get in the car, she had fucking ended up walking out. I, I totally forgot all about the water. She ended up walking out and giving me my water and shit, so which I thought was pretty sweet. That was sweet of her. Um, so the next day, she, like, texted me or she called me or whatever the case may be because we had went back to the market, uh, and I was walking around, and I bought something else, but I ran into her friend. Her friend was like, you remember me? I was like, yeah, I do remember you. I'm like, yo, where your homegirl at? This and that shit. She's like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so my mom was like, oh, and she was like, she was like, oh, that was so sweet. She called him. She was looking for him, all this and that. I'm like, yo, mom's just crazy. Like, she really thinks it's like, don't get me wrong, the girl cool and all this and that, but trust me, we know what it is, right? We know what it is. Um, so, anyways, I'm like, all right. And all day I was really like trying to text between her and in the in the one little shorty. The one little shorty. Uh and this and that shit, but I was like, you know what? Let me just stick with the girl that I know that want me. Like, I know the little shorty from the market want to fuck with the kid, so let me just fuck with her and and see what everything is, you know? So I invite her out. 
So I invite her out. She meet me at the crib. We walk over to Johnny's, this and that. We having a good time. We dancing, having our drinks and all this and that. Like, everything's gravy. Uh, and the one little shorty I was talking to, she was like, uh, when we was talking earlier in the day, she was like, yeah, we can meet tonight. I'm going out, this and that. Because so I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I was hoping to see you at the club uh, last night. But, you know, I ain't see you. And I'm, you know, I'm gaming her and this and that. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm mad that I was talking to your homegirl at first. When you came over to the table, I was thinking to myself, like, damn, I should have been hollering at you. And this and that. And, and, and shit. So I was like, yeah, I was hoping I'd see you the next night. She was like, yeah, I went to sleep. You know, my current, my power went out in the crib, which I can imagine because when I went to Ella, when I went to FAC, the factory, um, there there was black, it, it was it, the the power went out like twice. Then when I finally made my way over to Johnny's, the power went out like twice. So it was whatever, you know. And she was like, yeah, I just went to bed, this and that shit. But I'm going to go out tonight. We can meet, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I'm out. I'm, I'm in the club, but I'm with Shorty. But I do end up seeing her walk in. But she walks in, and where does she go? Over to the section. She goes over, over, up up into a section uh, with some other with some old head niggas and this and that. So I was already I was thinking to myself like, see, good call, Don. Stick with stick with what you know and stick with you know uh, stick with who you know won't you? Because if I would have tried to get too big for my britches. Trying to hold out for the one shorty, I would have been out there ass out again on the last night with no buns. Uh, so, anyways, you know, long story short, it was a success. It was a successful night. The last night, a nigga did pull it in. Um, we, you know, things was great. Lil Mama was was devouring the body, man. We was doing our thing and. And she went down to, you know, wop it up, this and that shit. Before she even got to the head, boy, she was at the gooch. I said, good God. Good God. She was at the gooch going crazy. Next thing you know, my nigga, shit, boy, she started putting that tongue in that ass. Mm-hmm. If I ate a nigga ass to death, I ain't bullshitting. I ain't bullshitting. If she about ate a nigga ass to death, I ain't bullshitting, boy. Yeah, she went crazy with the shit. The the mouth the mouth was crazy. The head was for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. That that might have been too much information. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. I'm just telling you what I'm supposed to do, man. What I'm supposed to do. I was drunk. I was faded. She was drunk. She was faded. You know? It it was nice. It was nice. I can appreciate her. I'll I'll keep her I'll keep I'll keep that contact, you know what I mean, in the in the WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time I mean I I think I might go back in December. Next time I'm in that joint, I'll, I'll be sure to hit Lil Mama up. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, Lil Wody back. <laughs> yeah, we let's let's run that one back because you you went a little crazy. You went a little crazy last time. I wasn't expecting all that shit. You you went a little too wild. I wasn't expecting all that shit. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah. So again, guys, like I said, <laughs> back to the prices. 
even though you in a different country and yeah, you know I mean the dollar, you kind of can go a little far and blah blah blah. But my nigga, shit kind of expensive in Cuba. I ain't even gonna lie, shit kind of expensive in Cuba for real, for real. So if you go out there for five days, you plan on taking a thousand with you, which it really will probably be more than enough for real, for real for five days. Really depending on what you're doing. You're not doing a bunch of traveling. Like, we were, we was low-key going to places. We went to uh, Vinales, Vinales Valley, went to a, to a cigar farm. That shit was pretty fucking cool. That was actually really, really, really cool. Um, went to uh, Veradera, uh, a beach. Oh, beautiful blue waters, incredibly warm waters. You know what I mean? Got to ride me some scooters. That's all I really wanted to do the whole time. Anyways, we just ride some scooters and shit. Uh, just so I can just be out, see what the fuck up. I wanted to do it in Havana, you know what I'm saying? So I can just really hit the town and and uh and just do my thing. Like when I be in PI, like nigga, I'm hopping on some scooters and I'm out. I'm riding around. I'm I'm just any and everywhere. Uh you know. But uh that that uh what was I going? Anyways, doing that was, you know, we spent maybe a hundred and twenty dollars. Hundred and twenty dollars uh a day for those trips. Uh well really that's just what it costs for my boy yo yo. That's how much he charged for a day. You know, don't matter where y'all going, this and that, he not charging you for distance, he charging you for time. So if he gonna be with niggas all day, he gonna want a buck twenty. So um and that's just him. There might be people out there that's cheaper. Might be people out there that cost more. Um, so just depending on what y'all doing, this and that shit, you know, for five days, $1,000 for just nothing else but just spending money. You know what I'm saying? For food, all this and that, whatever. $1,000 probably would be enough. Uh, but like I said, your ass best bring 17 because if you get to thinking, if you get to feeling like you're in the trick mode, uh, the 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 them beautiful them beautiful natural ladies, uh, they gon' they gon' they gon' want their coin. They gon' want their coin. They gonna expect that ticket, for sure, for sure. And don't you dare get it twisted, for real. Um, what else? Let me let me just check my notes. See if there's anything else that I want to get to. Anything else that I might have missed? Uh. Food, racism, uh, hitting the joints. And that was something that kind of threw me off, too, a little bit. A lot of the... In the clubs, a lot of motherfuckers look booed up, for real, for real. That In, in the PI, you ain't really see that too much, like, for real. Like, it was nothing but mad women in the clubs and foreigners and shit like that in the clubs. Like, you ain't really see... A lot of dudes in the club with their girls and shit like that and blah, blah, blah. Uh, here, at least at Johnny's, you know, at at the factory. In the fact, let me just tell you all about the factory. Uh, Johnny's was just a regular club. That's just a regular club, you know, Cuban club, whatever. Upstairs, downstairs. Upstairs is more like section, so I ain't never go upstairs. Um, you know, but Johnny's was just like a regular club. The factory... That was actually an art museum. 
an art museum open from Thursday to Sunday that they actually had parties in as well. Multiple rooms. Like there was an there was like a little outdoor section that was pretty cool. And then in the outdoor section, there was like this, I don't even know what to call it, but just for like a reference of size, just for a reference of size of what it was, was like almost like a mini school bus. Was it a school bus? No. I don't I, I really can't remember what the fuck it was. But it was just kind of like upstairs outside um of the outside area maybe it was just like a indoor patio maybe i'll just call it that yeah i'll just say it was that fucking school bus dumbass um it was an outdoor patio that was just enclosed um so that little joint had a little small bar and people playing music in it the outside had a bar uh and it had a dj then when you walk then when you walk back in there was another like little small like little area, not a super small area, but maybe the size of like a a, a large bedroom or 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 a large living room, but not that big of a living room. Um, that had a DJ. They'd be playing kind of like hip hop music and this and that a little bit. Then there was then you walk to the back, and then there was like. A big room there where they had performances and shit like that. Like the night that I went into the factory the second time, I walk in. I walk into that joint. I walk to the back. My niggas in there playing Roxanne. I'm already lit. Like live band playing that shit. Like I'm like, oh yeah, it's up. And then you go outside of there, bend the corner, and then you walk up these steps, and there's this huge, fucking like huge room. Like it's it's just it's damn near the size of a fucking gymnasium. Um and uh they got a DJ and a big ass screen and it's like playing music and this and that, but you got art and shit all over the place and, and this and that. So it was the factory is super cool. Like I, I fuck with the factory hard. I ain't even gonna cap. Uh it just be kinda hot in that bitch. I ain't gonna lie. Because you either outside or the inside ain't really got no AC like that for real, for real. So it'd be kind of hot in that bitch. Um, but it was tight, though. It, it, it was super tight. Super, super tight. Um, but, yeah, the next time I go, the next time I go, like I said, the next time I go, I want to be with the homies. I want to have a wingman, whether it's my brother, whether it's the homies like fucking Wheezy or my nigga, my nigga Trick or Noonie. Whoever, like, the next time I go, I want to go with the boys. This time I went with the fam. The next time I want to go with the boys so I can really hit this So I can really hit this shit a little different. Because going with the fam, niggas wanted to do too much. Like, and it was cool. I'm glad I got to do it. Like, we went to the cave, went to do some sightseeing. Again, went to the uh, cigar farm and all this and that. Got some cigars and shit. So that was lit and stuff. Went to Veradera. That was cool. Like, the beach was amazing. Got to ride the scooters. So, that was dope. But, really, my nigga, like, I was just trying to party. So, all this so all this shit just being gone and just kind of having shit to do all day. Like, it was just kind of like, eh. You know, like, eh. Eh. 
that shit was kind of burning me out a little bit for real, for real. And I'll definitely say this. Uh, we went for seven days, eight days. We went for seven days. We went for eight days. Initially, it was going to be a 10-day trip. And I remember telling my mom, like, uh, I ain't even going to lie. I was like, I ain't even gonna lie. I was like, I was like, be honest. Uh, how much of you, how, how how much of a party you really wants to get back to Texas now? And she was like, eh, I wouldn't say I necessarily want to get back to Texas because I already know what's back in Texas, and that's you know regular life, this and that, work, blah blah blah. But I, she was like, but I wouldn't mind leaving here and going somewhere else. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what I meant. That's what I meant to say. I was like, it's not so much that I want to get back to Texas, but it's more so I'm ready to get the fuck out of Cuba. Like, I was a little cubit out. I ain't even going to lie. And she was like, yeah, if I'm being honest, I felt like I was a little cubit out like two days ago, for real, for real. I was a little cubit out like two days ago. So, yeah, the next time I go, it will definitely be just be a five-day trip, a cool little, you know, Wednesday to Sunday. Get there Wednesday, party on Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Uh, how many, what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, yeah, maybe a Wednesday. Yeah, maybe a Wednesday to Monday. Fly out Monday morning or some shit like that. Um, But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of that, nah. Niggas, you, Cuba is not, that's not a, that's not an extended stay kind of trip. Like, niggas, like, we used to go to the Philippines and stay out there for a week. We stayed out there for, I, I, I remember doing a 10-day trip out there one time. Uh, you know, and I can, that definitely, that definitely got a little, I definitely got a little PI'd out a little bit, excuse me, after maybe like day six or some shit like that, maybe even before that. Nah, I probably wouldn't say before that, probably after like day six, day seven. Um, and by that time I'd been there, I think that was maybe my third trip. Uh, yeah, that was my third trip. My longest trip was my third trip. Best trip was my second trip. Um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it'll definitely be a running gun, five days with the boys. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm definitely glad that I've been there before. So whoever I do go back with, like, I already know what to expect. I can put them on game again on shit to just again just going over there. Just what to expect as far as. Again, guys, like, just simply having fucking toilet paper, bringing towels and stuff like that. Like, yeah, we had towels, but shit. Uh, out there, I really seen the meaning of, like, niggas not having fabric softener. Because holy fuck were those some of the hardest. I don't know how mama, how how our housekeeping lady was cleaning them shits. But boy, oh boy, those were some of the roughest and hardest towels ever. Like, shit. Um, the Wi-Fi is relatively spotty. That's something else that sucks. Uh, at least in comparison to PI, uh, anywhere you went, anywhere you went in, in the PI, you had service. Whether it was in the clubs, whether it was at the many of many of bars around the spots, whether it was the restaurants, like anywhere you went, you could connect to some Wi-Fi and you was cool. Out there, my nigga, that is not the fucking case. That is not the fucking case. You're going to have Wi-Fi at whatever place you staying at, if they got Wi-Fi. Um, 
and 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 that and that's just what it is. <laughs> that's just what it is. That's just what it's gonna be. Outside of that, motherfucker, your ass better get a goddamn SIM card. <laughs> you better get a SIM card and 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 call it a day, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, but yeah, guys. Outside of that, it was a great trip. On a scale of one to ten, what would I give Cuba on a scale of one to ten? I think I want to say a seven, but I feel I want to say a seven, but I feel like that might be too high, but I don't want to say a six because I feel like that might not be accurate for real, for real. But I think I will give it a six and a half. I'll give it a six and a half because of just some of the natural cons, deficiencies about it. But at the same time, you know, like, okay, something I will give it over again, over the PI, probably over plenty of places uh, that you can go to, that you can go to when you go vacation, like. Again, I was walking back to the club, this and that, five in the morning, three, four, three, four, five in the morning, the only nigga on the street. And never once did I feel unsafe because, well, Cuba is a safe country. I was talking to this one, I was talking to the one homie at the market. He was trying to put me down on some hoes and shit. He gave me actually a couple contacts. Uh and this and that shit. But he was just saying, like, all right, say if I was to he was like, say if I was to take your phone. I was to take your phone and run off with it. If I get caught, 15 years off top. 15 years off top just for stealing your phone. Like as you as a tourist, if I was to take your phone and get caught, that's 15 years for me. Off rip. Ain't nobody playing with that shit. Ain't nobody playing with that shit. Nobody whatsoever. So you don't really have to worry about motherfuckers getting you. Like, you ain't got to worry about a motherfucker strong-arming you. Yeah, a motherfucker might try to finesse you. Like I said, they might try to tax you uh, with, a, with a taxi. Or maybe you go to a restaurant and they might add something extra to your bill or some shit like that if you're not paying attention. Like, yeah, a motherfucker might try to finesse you. But, a nigga, but ain't nobody finna just strong-arm you out there. You might get strong-armed if you go to Jamaica. They was putting out warnings, you know, travel advisories for Americans going to the DR because, motherfucker, your ass won't get strong-armed. You go to Mexico, you might get strong-armed for real. You really might You might really fuck around and get hurt going to, some, going to some of these places. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and the homies was talking like, yo— Going to the Philippines and riding them scooters all around people's hoods and this and that, just all around the city. Lost, tourists, don't know where the fuck I'm going, this and that shit. Like, nigga, that was dangerous. Could they, could they be wilding over there in the PI? Like, it's dangerous over there. It ain't like Korea. Korea is a safe country. You walk around Korea, you feel safe. The only danger you really gonna feel is from fucking Americans. It, it, it is what it is. But in Cuba... 
no, you don't you don't feel you don't feel a sense of you don't feel a sense of of danger. You you don't feel that. They don't have gun violence. Only people that got guns is uh is law enforcement and the government and shit like they they it, it, it ain't it ain't none of that going on. And let me tell you one more thing else that was my favorite thing about Cuba and I didn't go to it. But I passed, but we would drive past it all the time. And it's called the Molly Cone. The Molly Cone. The Molly Cone is a wall, is a, is a little wall, maybe three or four feet high, um, that goes across like the whole coastline of of the city for the most part. And maybe not the city, but like from the downtown, from, like, one side of, like, the downtown city to the other side of, like, the downtown city. Um, so it stretches a good – it definitely stretches a good couple miles. Um, and and it's so cool because they treat that shit like a park. Like, once, like, the sun starts to go down, 3 or 4 o'clock, this and that shit – People just start making their way out the city and onto the Molly Cone and just sitting at the and just sitting by the water. Just sitting at the ocean. Just sitting on this wall. Whether niggas is fishing, whether you just out there with your family, whether you out there with your girl, you just cupcaking, or you going out there to meet people. Like, and at night it just get even thicker. You might see a couple booths. With food and, and and a couple tables and shit set up, like niggas got restaurants and shit out there. Like they really treat the Molly Cone like a like a like a fucking like yeah, like a park. And people just go to that shit and just hang out all day, all night. Not all day, but from 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 the late afternoon, early evening, all the way into the night. Motherfuckers is just kicking it at the Molly Cone. And, and to me. Again, just loving the coast so much. Really loving going to the beach and shit. Like, I really just, I loved passing that shit. Like, just driving on our way back to our spot. Just driving up and down past the Molly Cone. Like, that was that was probably one of my favorite things about Cuba, for real, for real. Like, I thought that was, I thought that shit was just so cool, bro. So, so cool. Um... But anyways, guys, uh, yeah, I think that I think that's about it. I think that's about it. I lied to y'all. I did say it was going to be a short episode, but I kind of realized 30 minutes in that it wasn't going to be. It wasn't going to be what I thought it was going to be. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to like I said, I don't know when I'm going back. I told little mama I'm going to be back in December. One reason why I said December, because uh, when I was talking to the dude, I was talking to the dude at the fucking market, he was saying in December, that's when the market be going crazy. That's when niggas be making their money. Uh, he said the tourism, the tourism during December is just crazy. It should be deep as hell. So I was just like, fuck it. All right. I'm going to go back in December. <laughs> like, fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to go back in December. See what it is. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know. I might the homies is supposed to be going to Cuba, not Cuba, but Colombia, uh, late September, early October. So I might try to bust that trip. I might try to bust that trip as well. Just to see just to see what it's really hitting on. 
You know what I'm saying? See what them Colombian women uh, is talking about, you know? Because uh, as much as I really did fuck with and see beautiful, and again, like I said, guys, just natural. Like uh, the ice cream shop down the street, the ice cream spot down the street, man, they had some fucking cuties working in there. And it was like this one shorty, like she kind of had like acne a little bit like it, it was i ain't gonna say it was bad but she kind of had like i'll put it to you this way in america every fucking day she'd be wearing the makeup to where you wouldn't see that shit like you might see it because it, it was kind of that bad you know what i'm saying but she would make sure that shit was covered up she ain't had that shit covered up boy when she had the fattest ass Oh, she had a body on her. But more than that, the acne didn't make her ugly. It really didn't. It was funny when that nigga Yo-Yo pointed that shit out because I didn't even realize it at first until you... And I was like, damn, you right. Y'all know who the bitch looked like? Cameron fucking Diaz. She looked just like Cameron Diaz. So, I mean, you might look at Cameron Diaz and be like, oh, Cameron Diaz ain't hitting no shit, but... Nigga, ever since I seen Cameron Diaz way back in the, as a kid when she was on The Mask, like in the movie The Mask, I was like, damn, I don't know who this lady is, but she she's sexy. She looked like Lil Mama. She really looked like Cameron Diaz, so she was like a really pretty woman. Like, again, you could just, again, if you wanted to say the woman was ugly or she wasn't attractive, you could have said that. But more importantly, more importantly, you could have looked at her, and if you would have been like, nah, like, she's attractive. Like, she's, I'm not mad at her. You wouldn't be mad at her because that's what she looked like. Instead of you fucking seeing her with all kind of makeup and filters and all this bullshit, and then you really get to see her real face, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, I would have loved to have just accepted that from the beginning. Instead of low-key getting, you know, bamboozled with, all kind of fucking makeup and you really don't look like how you look like. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it was some joints. Oh, it was some joints that worked at that worked at the fucking uh ice cream spot for sure. And it was this one joint that worked in Johnny's. Holy shit. She kind of had a witch chin, but boy, oh boy, I just I was like, yo, this little mama, she, she, she got it. She got it. And she had body. Oh, she had body on her. Holy fuck. But, um, all right, guys, I don't know what I want to get into for the song of the week. I think I'm going to go with some Kanye. I think I'm going to go with me some Kanye for the song of the week. Let's see what we want to go with. Where we at? Where we at with the, you know what, we going with this right here.
new apartment. Coop tore from the store's departments. You more like love to start shit. I'm more of the trips to Florida. Florida. Order the orders, views of the water. Straight from a page of your favorite author. And the weather's so breezy. Man, why can't life always be this easy? She in the mirror dancing so sleazy. I get a call like, where are you, Yeezy? And try to hit you with the old Wapti. Till I got flashed by the paparazzi. Damn, these niggas got me. I hate these niggas more As than I not. Call, I know you love to show off. But I never thought that you would take it this far. Was fair, baby, hey, babe, late, late, you've been all on my brain. And if somebody would have told me a month ago, front and oh, yo, I wouldn't want to know. If somebody would have told me a year ago, it'd go get this difficult. Feeling like Katrina with no FEMA, like Martin with no Gina, like a flight with no visa. First class with the seat back, I still see you in my past. You on the other side of the glass. Of my memories museum I'm just saying Hey Mona Lisa Come home You know you can't roam Without Caesar As I I know you love to show off But I never thought That you would take it this far What do I know Can I play one more? Find your dreams come true And I wonder if you know What it means, what it means And I wonder if you know What it means, what it means And I wonder if you
car, drive back to the crib, run back to the arms. The smoke screens, the chokes and the screams. You ever wonder what it all really means?